0: Welcome back to Orlando Out of Context. I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Stephanie. And today we're, we have Debbie Lee back in the studio. Hi. Uh, Glad to be back. <laughs> Duchess of Windermere. She, uh, Debbie is a many-time podcast guest with us. We had her on, well, I don't remember what episode. I meant to put it in the notes, but I, then I forgot. Uh, we had you on initially to talk about your sexual education over there at Fair Villa mm-hmm and then we've got positivity started. i think yeah uh body positivity and uh now we're here
2: again to talk about halloween with you which now i'm a regular i think this is my third halloween episode with you guys right i
1: think this is a yeah second, this, is your, this is your second
2: halloween episode Second, okay yeah.
1: but you know I, no better person that i'd rather talk about halloween with than you uh, so what we want to do is we just want to give a rundown of Orlando's best Are Halloween things. Are you new account? Of course. Oh. I mean, I thought we would keep that till the end, oh, but okay. we can talk about it now. So you have a new account that you've started since we last talked to you. It's called the Illuminati.
2: Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: tell us a little bit about that.
2: So this was just kind of like a little bit of a baby project I started after quarantine started. I didn't really uh, know what to do with myself. And I was like, you know what? I want to showcase some art from artists that are on Instagram that have this kind of spooky vibe, but also sexy. And I feature images that they've created and then also put in a quote with some interesting sex facts. So it's like- I
1: love the aesthetics of it. Like even though they're different- um artists i really like it, it all looks like you know it all meshes
0: that's well that's because it takes a good curator
1: yeah
2: thank you uh, yeah that was what i wanted i wanted to feel like cohesive and um you know i think it speaks to people every time i post a new thing i get a few new followers i get lots of interaction so i'm hoping it grows you know but it's this is definitely like a baby project of mine
1: <laughs> and it's all like fun like historical tips too about like sexual health and like just history of things like that so okay. you know definitely check that out and it's it's what is it at the dot i-l-l-u-m-i-n-a-u-g-h-t-i
0: yep and it's very it's Halloweeny
2: ish so it's, oh, it's, definitely
1: i'm loving this bitch with the pumpkins on her tits.
2: <laughs> that's basically just us <laughs> self-portrait <laughs>
1: All right, so let's get started here. What I have first up to bat is Sir Henry's Haunted Trail. And even though this is not in Orlando, this is in Plant City, which is like an hour drive from Orlando. I wanted to start with this because you and I went to this in February before life ended and everything sucked. Uh, We went for their Valentine's Day haunt.
2: We did. We were
1: pretty like, that was pretty exciting. What did you think about that? That was my um, first time doing Halloween stuff outside of the month of October.
2: Yes, actually, you know, I've been wanting to do these like haunted events. They have seasonal ones that are not for Halloween. And I always want to go and I never get to go. So that was my first official flooring to that world, also. And I thought it was great. That was one of the better haunted houses, I think.
1: And it was like, you know, it was out kind of in the boondocks, of course. It was. Which adds to the appeal. And something that was different than our normal Halloween experiences, that it was actually cold when we went. Yes. I truly felt like it was like a true Halloween because, you know, in Halloween we don't get the cold here in Orlando. Usually you're going to these houses and you're like sweating and you're like, dying. And it doesn't feel like, you know, we grew up in New York and Pennsylvania. So we're used to like certain weather going along with our Halloween experience. And we got that when we went in February.
2: Absolutely. They had that bonfire, remember? That was so nice. they
1: had a bonfire and it had just rained. So it was like a little like, you know that after rain cold mist so what are they
0: doing this year uh for halloween stuff since uh, so this year uh
1: they're still having three uh outdoor haunted trails you must purchase their tickets ahead of time online there's no on-site purchase so that's
0: how they're controlling because they're
1: controlling uh you know the amount of people that they can have each night and it's every friday saturday and sunday in october except for the first sunday Okay. So that's an easy schedule to remember. So, Do we have any
2: information about what the trail themes are going to be?
1: Uh, I didn't really look too much into that. They just stated it was going to be three trails.
2: And no, I all three were good last like time. So. The
1: same three that we did as far as like location. Uh, right. yeah, for the Valentine's Day, they just kind of re-themed those trails. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so the next one that we have here, this is a, a new one. So one thing that COVID has brought us this year is like some new experiences these creative people here in orlando the creatives that have been working long time with universal and halloween horror nights they're getting together and they're thinking outside the box and they're making these awesome experiences so this one here is called orlando form of fear have you heard of this one yet
2: debbie yep you froze up on my end (laughs) sorry
1: (laughs) It's okay. okay. Orlando Form of Fear. This one actually they just dropped the bomb on Friday about this one. So, you may not know about it yet. They kind of wanted to I haven't heard it. say hey, we're here. Um so this is located at the Orlando Forum on I Drive and it's regularly like uh kind of like they have dinner shows and things there, some different things when it's not Halloween. I guess it's a little venue for different things. Um, They're actually doing a haunted house there, and it's called Tunnel of the Damned um, to City. And then what they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing a progressive haunt. So through the month, it's going to change three different times. It's going to progress uh, Tunnel of the Damned into City Overtaken into Ending with Apocalypse.
0: So do they all, like, have stories that each one will tell?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of, it's going to be a progressive story, and the... They explain it like the actors and the props and things are going to kind of change. It's not going to be like a big physical change, but um, it's going to go along, you know, just changing the things
2: inside. Have you heard of this one yet? I haven't. I'm really excited about that, though. That sounds great.
1: No, the only reason I found out about it is because they... um, Popped up on the Instagram and followed us. And then I was like, oh, what is this?
0: We've had a few people follow us that are doing haunted stuff this year. Um,
2: They know what's up. (laughs) They know where our hearts are.
0: I I think more than ever, (laughs) more than ever, they have to get the word out, right? Because everyone thought it was canceled. The Halloween was canceled. Yeah, it's really not. It's just that people are rethinking how they can really do it. And, you know, it's a great way to capitalize because if you think quickly enough, you're going to capitalize and get a lot of cash into your event because people yeah. are so All these
2: people not going to horror nights.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's, there's so much to capitalize. I hear that uh, Universal has been crazy with the crowds, but we can talk about that later.
1: Um. So to wrap mm-hmm. up this uh form of fear, they're also having a dinner show which I think you would like this it's called the dark seance and so basically you go in and it's like you're you're going into like a Victorian themed seance so they seat you uh of course it's going to be you know like social distancing and everything you sit with your party only you're going to be served a four-course meal and then it's going to be an hour and a half show well a theatrical experience uh like you're at a seance
2: that is so cool that sounds amazing
1: if you buy that then you get a free ticket to go into the kind of
0: cool like you're at a seance
1: i think it's gonna be yeah
2: there's not enough of that
1: and if you got if you go
2: (laughs) (laughs) we need that all year round right i mean yeah raise the dead 24
0: 7 (laughs) you could probably probably do that throughout the year honestly
1: um you should (laughs) Uh, let's see. If you buy uh, it's 8750 for the dinner theatrical thing, but if you buy that, then you get the free ticket to the other the um, city, a uh, tunnel of the damned. and then if you they're also doing a um, season pass, that way you can come and experience it through the changes. so you can get the season pass for 6995. That's not bad. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. and then you and and something in particular, this haunt is open till two AM.
2: Oh wow, that's nice.
1: When you're planning the Halloween season, it's so hard because a lot of them are only on the weekends and mm-hmm. only until like eleven or twelve. So this one, you know, you can do stuff before it and then end the night here.
2: For us real uh ghouls that wanna be out late like that. Really?
1: <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, yeah.
2: Um, it good for social distancing because then you can go when less people are going to be around. That's which what, nice.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, let's hit it up at 1 a.m. I'm sure no one mm-hmm. will be out at 1 a.m. Absolutely. Brian's giving me side-eye.
0: No, because I think that we're getting to a point where people are, like, ready to break free. And <laughs> yeah. so if a place is going to be open till 2 a.m., you better watch out. People are going to be breaking free, for
1: sure. Look,
2: 24-hour Walmart has been closed a long time. People are desperate for something <laughs> to do late. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's true. You know, but that's true. Uh, the next one here is a actually a store. And if you guys are familiar with Old Town... Uh, there is a haunt there called, uh, Mortem Manor, which is 365. It's all year round. You can go into that. Have you ever been to that one, Debbie?
2: I haven't, but I have friends who went that say it's great.
1: I, you know, I always overlooked it cause I thought maybe it was a tourist trap, but I've been hearing good things about it lately. So I think I'm going to try it. But right beside there, they've opened up this really cute Halloween. Do boutique. they have actors? Yeah, they have actors. Around mm-hmm. actor? Yeah.
2: Yeah, they also do themed stuff for the holidays. They had a Christmas one as well there.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. Well, besides
1: the Manor, they opened up a merchandise store called Postmortem Boutique. And I mean, it's nice. It's not like a crappy store. It's like really detailed. They have a lot of nice Halloween merchandise. Um, and it's year round. Yeah, it's open year round. I got a skeleton, or not a skeleton. I got a pumpkin mask there. So I'm ready for Halloween. Um, You just just posted some pictures. Well, I don't know if you posted a picture. I don't know where I heard about it. But you just got a
2: coffin-shaped weekend bag. I did. I'm in love with it. (laughs) And I
1: went on the website and I looked at it and I was like, I saw the picture of the woman holding it on her shoulder. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's big. (laughs) Yeah it's like this big
0: It's
2: like a real coffin (laughs) it's like a suitcase yeah it's meant i got it because i've been doing um some overnight trips i just did savannah we did ghost hunting in savannah so i was like i need some themed luggage for this
1: (laughs) oh how was that i've never Uh, been to savannah for one of these ghost tours
2: oh my god i didn't do a ghost tour i checked into a a one of the most haunted bed and breakfasts there where they actually had found a body And I did my own ghost hunting in the room. Do you have
1: any kind of like activity in the evening or any orbs in your photos?
2: Um, I I don't know if we got anything in photos. We did um, have a lot lot of weird stuff happen though. We had the water turn on twice in the bathroom. We had um, a drawer open in the middle of the night and woke us up. We had a bag go flying across the room in the middle of the night several things happened. Yes, it was very creepy. What are
1: your thoughts on stuff like that? Do you feel like when you do things like that, do you think that ghosts and spirits follow you home?
0: <laughs> this um, is haunted <laughs> yeah. mansion.
1: Like a lot of people have feelings that, that you shouldn't tamper with like the spirits and things like that. Well, we didn't
2: do the Ouija board. We didn't do that because I I get nervous about that. But I mean, I think if you sage yourself, you know, just do some sage before you leave. Also, I
0: think that, I think that it also has a lot to do with the phys- physicality of the location.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I'm sure like you can like call things in, in you know, in, to you but I think that if you're in a place, I, I just don't think that they're just going to like get in your bag and come home with you.
2: I mean, I do have a coffin bag, though. They may get in my coffin bag.
1: <laughs> it's big enough. I mean, it it's surely big
0: enough. So uh, before we move on real quick, and I want to hear more about that, There's, we are live on TikTok right now. Yes. So I just wanted to shout out to TikTok. And I know that there was a question about a certain thing. We won't repeat anything because we are recording a live podcast, but you can listen to our podcast. This episode is going to air uh, this coming Wednesday. So just make sure you subscribe to Orlando Out of Context, and you'll be able to get all the answers and listen to our conversation again. So welcome to everyone that's live on TikTok. So what what was the name of the hotel, Debbie, that you stayed at? Do you remember?
2: Yeah, it was called the Foley Inn. Okay. And um, their history was really interesting because the owner. Um, was a widow I believe and she rented it out she turned her home into a bed and breakfast and I think on her deathbed she admitted that she had killed someone or that there was someone in the house so they actually years and years later like I think it was like I don't even know like 70 years later or something found the body in the walls they had actually oh hid the body in, the, in walls. the walls yep
1: oh lord
2: yeah so we stayed so, there
1: <laughs> what was- were you saying about so saging good. yourself did you sage yourself
2: um, yeah, we do. So if you get, um, just like a bundle of sage and you just kind of light it and then put it around your body, kind of like your aura, mm-hmm. um, it is supposed to protect you. So you should be doing that kind of- So to, you did that
1: before you checked in and after you checked out?
2: After. Anytime I do any kind of paranormal stuff, that's kind of what you're, what you're supposed to do. Um, you take a feather and kind of like brush it over your, your body to kind of, um, let the air kind of go over you. Right. And- if they say that if you have a spirit that protects you, it will actually go away from your body. And if you don't, it kind of uh, goes onto your body. So it's really interesting. So if anybody will, has experience <laughs> I don't The know feather why. will go onto your body? No, the smoke. Like the smoke from the sage will kind of almost sit onto your skin if you don't have protection. But if someone is, like if you have a guardian angel, essentially, it will actually move away from your body. So that happens whenever I do it on myself.
0: Stephanie's going to want me to sage her now. <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> you so know that's we coming went this, we went to a new crystals
1: place like down um
0: orange, an orange, on orange and, 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 uh,
1: and we bought some different things he got some crystal bracelets i got like a little crystal and they put some stuff in the bag it, i don't know it was kind of like flower petals and some other mm-hmm. things and she was like oh you can go ahead and burn this if you want to and we like put it in a little pot and burnt it but then it was like oh my god it smells like weed Like, it smells so bad. I don't want the house to smell like this, so we then we blew it out. But maybe (laughs) sage smells
0: different. I don't know. I mean, sage is very... It's pretty potent, wouldn't you say, Debbie? Yeah,
2: it's potent. I usually will do it outside, but they say sage in your house is really good also. You can sage... You're supposed to open a window, sage, and brush towards the window so that it gets negative energy out. So it's one of those all-purpose things.
1: (laughs) Wow. Man, I want to go to stay in that hotel you need to let me know if you go back because definitely i won't
2: do that with me oh definitely i want to go there and there's another one that is supposed to be just as haunted um with a haunted doll that stays in the room with you so okay. oh hell
0: no <laughs> that would be a hell no to me so like about,
2: nope <laughs> <what> <laughs> you about, can do that together
0: <laughs> what about
2: st augustine oh st yeah. augustine's good too
1: they say that's really haunted because it's like the oldest city in the United States.
2: Yep. I haven't, I've been, but I've never done the ghost hunting. They have hearse tours there though. And I really wanted to do that.
1: That would be fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next thing I have on the list is a petrified forest. And I'm sure you've done this one. Have you done petrified Yes.
2: Yeah, you and I did this one. We did this. You did it? Yeah, we did it, was it last year or the year before? I'm not sure. I think last year. Well,
1: I can't remember. The, one, I only, the last thing that I remember we did was the one over here by the Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. Last,
0: year, last year was really the first year you and yeah. Debbie did stuff together. So it was last, even though it, yeah, so it was longer, last it, it was last year.
2: Are uh-huh. we sure that it wasn't? The, I feel like we did stuff two years in a row. <laughs>
0: no, no because, because Brian, her friend Brian did our first, very first Halloween, Halloween episode. episode.
1: You, and right. you did our second. And now this is our third.
2: This is the third? Okay.
1: Um, let's see. This one is located in Altamont Springs. It's three outdoor scare trails. Uh, as of right now, they have no announcements for operations for a 2020 season. But mm-hmm. they have been posting teasers. Ooh. So we need to stay. Uh, if you're interested in this one, you just need to keep an eye on their Instagram. Because I feel like they're going to drop something on us sooner than later. Definitely um next we have uh these are some haunts i think you're going to be more interested in because of the aspect of social distancing here uh we mm-hmm. have Scream and stream which is out yes. in Kissimmee. um this is going to be a mile and a half 20 minute drive-through experience and what i like about this one is you're going to pay for your vehicle with an eight person max so essentially, nice. you could load up the car i, I want to say it was like 50 to 60 dollars and they're, uh, they're giving discounts for essential personnel, hospitality, and annual pass holders of any park. So SeaWorld, oh, wow. uh, Disney, Universal.
2: That's great. Uh,
1: a portion of the proceeds go to Second Harvest Food Bank That's of Central nice. Florida.
0: And this is brand new, right? Because yeah, Because it's is a drive through experience.
1: Uh, and they're also going to be having haunted airboat rides.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, I heard about this place. I think I saw a YouTube video about it. And I, I couldn't get a great feel for how it was going to really be. But is this the one, It's which was, the, what was the name of this one? So
1: in this category, we have two. We have Scream and Stream, which is the mm-hmm. one I just spoke about.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: the next one that is similar is called The Haunted Road.
2: Okay. Scream and Stream, are they the one that also they're gonna have a, a movie type thing?
1: That's the, that's kind of what it is. Like this, the theme of it is that it's like teens who are like at the drive-in, and they're basically going on a—you know—when teens go crazy, like when they just do things they shouldn't do, when they get caught up right. in adventure, and that's kind of the theme of this one.
2: So cool. you're just
1: going to be driving super slow throughout these scenes, and then with the haunted road, it's going to be more of a theatrical experience where they park you. Uh, in a, a position they want you to be in, you're going to put the car in park and then a scene is going to take place
2: around your car.
1: Around you.
2: That sounds pretty cool.
1: And then, um, and then you, know, you move, on to, you the move next... on to the next scene and, and, then, and then it keeps happening until it's done. So
0: we had an interview with the Haunted Road and that's what basically she described to us is that there's multiple stops. She, she couldn't reveal how many stops there were but there's gonna be multiple stops of the haunted road. So it's not like you're having to dodge actors or anything. Yeah. Because I th- right. I think some people got the impression that there's gonna be scare factors while your car is in drive, but that's not the case with the haunted road. And I am sure that it is not the case with with, with Screaming Scream, and scream, and scream either, either, because that's just a safety uh, issue, you know?
1: Right. That makes sense. But, um, you know, this whole, both of these experiences are both non contact. You're going to get your tickets online. You're going to put the phone against the window. They're going to scan the QR code and you're going to go about your way.
2: That's great. I think that's really good because there are some people that are like myself that are just super nervous about doing anything that's not socially distanced.
1: With these things, you know, see some places are going on with their haunts and some places have modified them. But you just never really know until you get there and you and then you get there and it's like a crowd and you're like, oh.
0: So both of these places and we can get more into the details of the Haunted Road, but both of these places are also doing family friendly um, activities as well. Right.
1: Stephanie? During the daytime. Yeah. So they're going to have uh, family friendly events um, and then they're going to have trick or treating uh, distance trick or treating oh. for children. So that's kind of cool. I mean, for those of you that have kids and you want to do something in the daytime, it gives you a different experience.
2: Absolutely. That's, it's nice that they're still doing things for kids because I feel like you know we're adults and obviously we're all Halloween nuts and this is a real bummer for us. But for kids, imagine if you literally didn't have Halloween as a kid. That would be terrible. No,
0: like some kids, they start planning their Halloween costumes like, uh, during Halloween for, yep. I mean, the previous year. And then they changed their costume a million times, you know, throughout the year, figuring out what they're going to be. And so it's kind of like there's that in anticipation of Halloween. So it is good that there's, you know, stuff happening this year uh, because we're going to be talking a little bit more about some of that stuff. And uh, honestly, it's up. like
1: the most un- unfriendly thing for COVID, like going to people's houses yeah, taking things from them and just keep repeating that over and over and over again <laughs> but um yeah it seems like they've thought outside the box they're gonna find a way to make it happen That's so awesome. uh, the haunted road like we spoke like brian said we interviewed with them if you look at our last uh episode that we posted you you can listen to that one to get kind of more of a feel we talked to um a gal that was, uh, you know, part of the, pr- the production team over there, um, they're gonna, theirs is gonna be a, f- they describe it as a 40 minute theatrical production. Um, and then you can also buy an add-on which is called Beyond the Road, and it gives you an extra scene and it gives you priority viewing in all of the scenes. Uh, that's starting actually tonight and goes through November 7th. And then on, uh, that first weekend in November, it's going to be an 18 plus event. It's going to be like an adult themed event. So they said it's oh, going to nice. be basically like full out, like gory, you know. So if you want to participate in one of those last two events, you can get the full experience.
2: That um, sounds it, right up my alley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what I said.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, these are in the same location as Corn Maze Orlando and Painted Oaks Academy. If you're familiar with that, that's where this is going to be located. And we haven't got to experience this yet. We were supposed to go last night for their media night, but they had to reschedule. So I guess we will give you our thoughts on this whenever we do experience it. And we're
0: sending them the, the best wishes for uh, opening night tonight, since I think that they're still going on tonight, the uh, September 25th. So
1: so the next thing up to bat let's see what, what your thoughts on this is halloween horror nights uh on the lighter side so yes. what uh basically universal did was the best marketing trick there ever was and they gave us a massive disappointment by very early on canceling halloween horror nights and then this What, maybe last week? Mm -hmm. They say, oh, well, we're going to have two haunted houses. And then everyone gets excited, like, ooh, ooh. And then we just get so excited for the two haunted houses that we forgot how disappointed we were that the whole event got canceled.
2: (laughs) See, I was following all the, like, people that track and get all the insider stuff. So I kind of knew about these two haunted houses before most people did. And they were speculating about it for a little while. Um, but I wasn't sure that it was going to be a real thing, but I'm still so bummed because the lineup this year was supposed to be crazy. So I'm like, oh,
1: what was the lineup? Cause I'm not somebody who like, I love Halloween and stuff, but I'm not somebody in life who like follows blogs and like follows like all these crazy, like insider accounts. So tell us a little bit about what was supposed to be.
2: Well, first of all, obviously with the tribute store, we know that there's supposed to be a Beetlejuice type thing um there was supposed to be they were i mean nobody's confirmed any of this of course but beetlejuice was one of the big ones that everybody was I kind of going crazy that. for um there was a Billie eilish house that was supposed to happen because of the success from having her music featured in the um academy of villains last year um so oh, that was going to be that. interesting yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of disappointed.
1: You would have loved that. Cause she's like your favorite.
2: I love her to death. So yeah. So I was like super excited cause I, we were speculating about that for a long time. And when the most recent kind of map came out with the, like the basically this, this is what we know is definitely happening. Um, it had it on there and I trust them cause they're like the same sources that basically said the two houses were going to come out that did come out. So I think that the lineup was supposed to be pretty crazy. Um so it's gonna be cool. I was really excited about Beetlejuice House too because I'm like the biggest Tim Burton fan ever.
1: Yeah, that would have been cool, but I guess you know they can always table those events, table those ideas, and hopefully use them in the future.
2: That's what I think they're gonna do. I think next year they'll probably reuse a lot of it as long as it's still relevant. But with the popularity of Beetlejuice, I can't see them not using it this year I'm and then just canning it. it. Yeah, you it, know, I, I just saw be Beetlejuice
1: injured. for the first time in my life this year. You were what? I just saw Beetlejuice for the first time in my Stop. life. Stop. What? I went to the drive in. I went to Silver Moon Drive in in Lakeland and saw Beetlejuice on the big screen. Oh my God. And it, it's wild. I actually dressed up as Beetlejuice like four Halloweens ago. Oh my God. I don't even know why I wanted to dress up as Beetlejuice when I never even saw the movie. I don't even remember what sparked my interest in that costume. It was a good one, though. It was a good costume. That
2: sounds great. I can't believe you dressed up like that and hadn't seen it. <laughs> So what'd you think of it? I
1: thought it was okay. It wasn't like as scary as I thought it was going to be. It was more of a storyline. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a campy, <laughs>
0: yeah. you know, what, 90s film?
1: And uh-huh. I thought that Beetlejuice was actually like pretty um, crude. Like the things that he said for like oh, yeah. the kids that were in that movie, like the way it's he talked. It's not talks, really a
0: kid's movie.
1: I was like, right. man.
0: No, it's <laughs> not really a kid's movie. Um, I hear the uh, the Broadway production of it is really, really good.
2: Yeah, I've heard that too. I had a friend that went to go see it and said it was incredible.
0: Yeah, I heard it was super good, which kind of surprised me. Um, but uh, there's some things you don't think is going to translate well onto the stage, but uh, mm-hmm. it's super good.
2: Yeah, well, because the movie was so not um, upbeat. When we think of musicals, it's more like upbeat. You would think that it wouldn't work. But everything I have seen, any clips I've seen, it looked it looked like it did. It was it reminded me more of the cartoon, kind of like that energy. Right.
1: But uh, the bummer about, like, not having Halloween Horror Nights is it's kind of like less of a one-time event than more of a club for the whole month of September and October. You know, it's always like when I did go hardcore, it was like I was going three nights a week. It would be like I go to work and then you meet up with friends. You're like, oh, who's going tonight? Who's going tonight? Yeah. You know, you just enjoy it. And it's kind of more about the just being in the environment I know the lines are have gotten really, really long over the years. But, you know, it's kind of – when you live here and you get the pass, it's kind of like pace yourself, you know. couple houses a night, drinks, snacks. I mean, that kind of stuff.
0: So this year, you know, obviously they have the two houses that uh, you can access with your, your regular admission, and they're doing virtual queue is what I hear. So I wonder if they're going to maybe – take Virtual Queue and continue Virtual Queue even beyond COVID. Um, that's just something interesting to think about, um, just how we will use Virtual Queue in the future. I know when I, uh, I took a walk the other day and I walked over here by the outlets and just walked through, and I walked by the Disney store here and they were doing Virtual Queue.
1: Oh, God. Like,
0: you know, you text your phone number, and a certain number, and you were placed in line. So I wonder, you know, with, with, with physical distancing if we will continue to see the virtual cues, which I think is great because then yeah. you can have people shopping and spending money on other things while they're waiting in line, basically.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's so much smarter. So uh, the two
1: houses we have are Revenge of the Tooth Fairy and The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Um, are you going to be trying to do this or are you still eerie about going to theme parks?
2: I'm I've seen some pictures of the way it looks over there and the parks are still so crowded that it makes me nervous. I have like, you know me, I have no immune system. So I just had pneumonia for two and a half months. So
0: (laughs) I would say that honestly the way universal is, is they it's, it's a lot different vibe than Disney in terms of how they're operating because Disney, you know, is doing a reservation system just to get into the park a few weekends you know, probably a month now, I went over just to go get shots of the Tribute Store and it was wild. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) It's like, come one, come
0: all. It was wild. And, um, you know, I went in, grabbed shots of the Tribute Store and I got the heck out. Now they were doing a good job with making sure there wasn't too many people inside the Tribute Store, but I mean, just the people around and Universal's not controlling how many people enter the park I mm-hmm. just, I just think it's, I don't know.
2: And not orchestrating foot traffic either. It looks like people are just walking wherever they want, whenever they want. Yeah, exactly. On Dis-
1: at Disney, there are like stickers everywhere. There's like arrows that walk this way, like six feet here, 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 here. So, I mean, there's always guidelines there, but I guess at Universal, it's, it's just a free for all.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're not going to a shop or a restaurant or an attraction, then everywhere else is a free for all. and yeah, I, that's what I would say. So be forewarned. But I think that you've already made up your mind, Eddie.
2: Yeah, I. You know what? And the two ho- if they were the houses I really wanted to see, I might consider figuring out a way to do it. But it's a Tooth Fairy house, and what was Bride of Frankenstein? I think you said. Right. Yeah. So it's like I'm not super excited about either of those. I'm sure they're both amazing. I've never seen a house I didn't like. But it's just kind of like, eh, I'll wait till next year. Another especially for the cost.
1: That they're yeah. Another cool thing that they're allowing is costumes in the park, which is not something that you normally get to do.
2: That is pretty cool. uh, I
1: don't know what the restrictions on that are. I'm sure that it's, you know, nothing like too crazy. like I mean, uh, too gothic or like gory.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know because now, you know, and the thing at Disney too is like they're allowing the same just like universal uh, and normally there would be no costumes and no masks. And the kids can, well, obviously now we're all wearing masks, (laughs) so those, those restrictions are kind of out the window, but I'm guessing that they just take the costumes as they come.
1: So that kind of gives us something new and exciting, you know, something that, you know, we're, all these things are being taken away from us, but then there are some things that, you know, are kind of cool that we're getting to do, um, Another thing that they have that we saw, we watched a YouTube video. We wanted like the day that the houses were open for preview. That night we watched the first YouTube video that somebody published.
0: From the annual passholder preview. From the annual passholder
1: preview. And they have like a scavenger hunt where you get like a little map and it has like, you have to go searching for all the like hidden scarecrows throughout the park. Oh, that's cool. And they have like a skeleton bar. And they had a, uh, a drink with a circus peanut in it. You know those uh, disgusting candies that nobody- The orange like? ones? Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of like them, but I just want one, like one. Like- Yeah, you can't one, eat a lot I'm of them. Like, oh, this is gross. It's really so sweet. The first one is good. Um, yeah. They had a lot of- <laughs> These themed drinks, like we like at Horror Nights, so-
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So at least there's a little bit of that, which is yeah. nice.
1: So they're doing their best, you know? And uh, so we'll see how that goes. But you know, uh, as far as the cost goes, I don't know if you are, so are you into TikTok? Do you watch TikToks at all?
2: Um, you know what, I have it, but I don't really go on it that often, but um, I probably should.
1: <laughs> we have been, I think that you should start a TikTok for Fairvilla. Um, We've talked about it. So many people like doing inform- like informational things on there. Mm-hmm. Um like teaching things and like, like little, it's just a way to quickly grab someone's attention. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. I had, I had an idea to, t- to you, you say. You talked
0: about something about prices, ticket
1: prices or something. I don't know. I completely lost.
0: <laughs> Stephanie's so excited. She did not even know what her thoughts are.
1: I had a, I was going somewhere with this and now I can't remember. Um, but anyway, we just been into the TikToks and, uh, we just like doing that stuff and people are into it. Were you
0: going to be talking about a TikTok that we did? Because uh, I why don't were you know. I have no
1: idea. I had a... Let's just move on. <laughs> that, that was terrible. <laughs> i comes back to you. Some, I was going somewhere with it. I just don't remember where. Um, I don't remember.
2: Well, wherever you go, make sure you take a giant overnight bag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the next thing that I have to talk about is infected. And this is... um. This is new. Uh, this is an audio drama uh, which is um, by, pioneered by the Phoenix Tears Productions. And this com- um, combines podcast and radio play style pre recorded audio with live actors and outdoor environment. So basically, um, they have recorded kind of like this immersive 3D sound. Uh, Any of you guys who are like longtime Disney goers, there used to be at the studios, um, Drew Carey show. It's right now they have it's like a Mickey Mouse shorts thing there. Uh Um, I don't know. Have you ever done that long time ago?
2: I didn't do the old one, but I've been to the... I I know the part you're talking about with the shorts.
1: So basically, you know, you wear the headphones and you, like, hear bees, like, buzzing past you and people are, like, coming in to cut your hair and you literally, like, your shoulders rise up. Like, you feel like somebody is, like, near you. And I think that's what this is going to be. So you're going to get these headphones. It's going to have the audio. And then... Um, what they tell you, what they told me in the email was that it requires walking in low light through uneven terrain. Okay.
0: So, so don't wear high heels.
1: This is in Okoe, Florida, and tickets are f- between fifty and seventy-five. That's expensive. I thought so too. I thought that was expensive. Yeah, why well. is it that expensive? I I don't know. Um, and how
2: long is it? How long is the actual experience?
1: uh i don't think i saw on their web it might say on their website i don't remember exactly but um i'm going on the third for like a media night so how many media
0: nights are you going to
1: (laughs) this one and the one that was canceled oh i thought there was another one no this is the only other one um so i'm going to report back about this one um so, this yeah, is Phoenix Tears Productions. They actually have showcased similar projects at the Orlando Fringe Festival and Immerse. Hmm. Um, Immerse is like a arts production, music thing that they do downtown kind of in October. Right? Mm-hmm. It's probably in between soon. It's probably canceled.
2: Oh, yeah. I guess it's probably canceled. <laughs> it's probably not happening this year. Yeah, it looked amazing last year. Yeah.
1: Uh, but this is their first go at a horror type production. And. Um, I'm excited to see. This is kind of something new, too. Uh, very different. Uh, they also stated on their website that they started doing this project before COVID hit. So this was something they were thinking about before. Okay. And it just happened to fall into the social distancing rules.
2: That's pretty right. good, though, because that means that it's well thought out. It wasn't just kind of a quick put-together, like, yeah, what can like we do? Funny
1: maker. Like, how can mm. I capitalize off this terrible situation? Exactly.
0: I have a thought on that, but I'm gonna have to say that off air. <laughs> uh,
1: last but not least, I have two little like uh, social media type things. So I've recently stumbled upon the Halloween Guide Orlando on Instagram. Have you? Have
2: do you subscribe to this? I think I might follow that actually. I, uh, think I do. also
1: have like a really nice blog style thing, and I mean. The woman that runs this page, she puts every little tiny thing you could ever want to know about Halloween in Orlando, like everything that's happening. She posts Halloween memes and uh, it's a nice source for, you know, all things, probably way more things than we would ever have to talk about here in an hour. Um, I also signed up for, they're doing a Halloween card exchange this year so Ooh. i submitted my address and then they sent me an address and i'm gonna send someone a card and then hopefully my card will get to me from someone else
2: that's so cute i love that
1: so if you're looking for a nice instagram account to follow that's a good one that's uh at halloween guide orlando and then the last one uh i recently looked at this too i i never listened to it i don't know how i found it I might have found it actually through Halloween Guide Orlando, and this is the Haunt Scene podcast. Do you listen to any haunted podcasts?
2: I'm not huge into the haunted podcasts. I I try, but I just, I wind up like listening to like, I'll listen to like the local stuff, like your stuff. And then, you know, that's really, I stick to more local stuff, but and once in a while like a serial killer type (laughs) true crime deal. And but I should because it's so focused.
1: So this one is, um, a local Orlando podcast and mainly it's, uh, they do a Tuesday night Facebook live interactive stream. And I would actually like to see it there. I mean, it's listed, they put all of the audio on Apple podcasts, but a lot of, they put up a lot of like visual things on when they're doing the live. And then they also have like a couple people in the studio and then they have a guest on sometimes uh, via Skype or via Zoom. So it's nice. Uh, not this re- the most recent episode is not, is a good one. But I think if you wanted to start generically, um, they recently did a 2020 Haunt Season Preview with the Haunt Mafia. So they invited like five different blogger, Instagram, podcaster groups um, from Orlando. And they kind of did a, a quick uh, go down the list of, okay, what do you, group number one, what do you think of this haunt? Group number two, what do you think of this haunt? And they kind of just did a quick spitfire uh, lowdown of all the 2020 stuff in Orlando. Oh,
2: that's awesome. Uh,
1: so that if you want to listen, if you want to get into listening to that podcast, that would be a good one.
2: I'm definitely going to check that episode,
1: out. But the one before that. So do you have any uh, haunt, Things that you're looking forward to? Any kind of Halloween stuff?
2: Um. Well, I'm I'm trying to see what's going on with Salem because <laughs> I still want to try to get to Salem if I can. But I think they're still keeping people from out of uh Flo- from Florida out of the state, which stinks. Really? Yeah, they like be uh, a car. Yeah, they have people on I four. on not I four on um uh I ninety five like actually keeping people out. So it's pretty serious from what I hear. I figured I would just go because all my New York friends went already and they're allowed in apparently, but uh, most states are still on lockdown for them. So we'll see, but I'm going to try to do a weekend kind of getaway to Salem if I can. It'd be nice. Um, But locally, I mean, really, I'm just, I'm hoping to do Petrified Forest again. I'm really excited about the the new, I was looking into Scream and Stream. So a lot of stuff you brought up is stuff that I've been kind of tracking online to see what goes on. Well, let me
1: know what you think. I'm definitely going to buy a Scream and Stream probably for either Halloween or the day before Halloween because I have a friend coming into town. Oh, uh, cool. If you would like to join our car because, you know, we can pack up to eight, they say, in the car.
2: True. Thank uh, you. Yeah. But, we'll definitely yeah, keep, in keep in touch about it because uh, we need to do some haunts.
1: <laughs> definitely um but thanks again for doing this with us i always love talking halloween with you
2: same here thank and, you and
1: halloween is not canceled halloween is not canceled that's the whole meaning of this episode
2: alive and well in orlando
1: <laughs> and you know halloween is going to be like super special this year because it's like on the day that we turn the clock back yep we get like more time and it's, it's also be- a full moon full moon mm-hmm. and uh, have you ever done a moon circle down at the Avalon? No. I didn't
2: know they did that over I
1: there. I just heard about these. I guess they do moon circles out there on a full moon. What the hell does that mean? You know, where like you get in a circle and you pound a drum and you dance and you, you back it up. Full moon rituals.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we should definitely do that. That's a thing we should do.
1: <laughs> I mean, we'll add it to the list. All right, Debbie, thank you so much for joining us and we will be back again sometime
2: yes well thank you for having me
1: uh her instagram uh she is the duchess of windermere or her other little project the illuminati
0: all right guys well until next time
2: bye bye Bye. happy halloween
0: (laughs) follow us on instagram at orlando out of context Instagram is where you can connect and interact with us as well as see photos and videos related to this week's episode.
1: Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and iHeartRadio.